0: Hey, what's going on, fam? <laughs> Welcome to the Get the Bag <laughs> podcast. I'm your host, Gladia Castro. Got my co-host, Tim Park.
1: Hey, fam. What's uh, going on?
0: We we got live, live. This is episode 32. I want to say, um, mm-hmm. really excited for this one because um, we get asked this a lot as well. Where or it's typically a, an excuse brought up. Um, where it's like, Hey, you know, I want to get into real estate. I want to get into wholesaling and close my first deal, but I I have limited funds. And so based off our experience, we'll kind of go over how you can really close your first deal with little to no money, um, and be able to use those funds to then, um, reinvest in closing more deals. Um, and we did do a budget episode probably two mm-hmm. episodes ago. So definitely go through uh, YouTube. Uh, but of course, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the link. Um, follow us on Instagram. We're always here for you. Uh, and throughout the conversation, feel free to post your questions. Um, I always love answering any questions you guys have or you know, any, any way we can help you guys out. So without further ado... Um, we kind of broke this down and we're also kind of doing a different format. We're going to switch it up. Um, Tim, you want to tell them what, what the, uh, new format will look like? It's not like super major, but
1: no. Yeah. So instead of going, uh, an hour long when it's just, uh, the hosts, um, no special guests, um, we're going to go to a 30 minute time slot and, um, cover, you know, just, the points and tips, um, for the topic that uh, we're covering, and then um, when we do have a guest, uh, we want to allow that time that guest to have enough time, so we'll still continue the hour time slot uh, going forward. So yep. that's kind of the the change right now, and you know we're just uh, trying to be a little bit more intentional about you know our podcast, and just like we're intentional about our real estate. Uh, mm-hmm. Investment companies. Then um, we're just trying to uh, just be more productive for you guys, and then give out pump out a lot more content.
0: That's right. So um, we're gonna just squeeze in what we usually talk about an hour in a 30 minute span, which I think is enough. My, you guys mm-hmm. don't want to hear us talk for an hour, anyways. Uh, although, uh, you know, I'm sure you like guys like listening to us, but we do feel like we can condense. Uh, the information in a 30 minute span where you guys can um, get as much information and take action. But of course, if you guys ever have additional questions, uh, you know, always feel free to reach out to us. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, starting off with how to close your first deal with zero to no money. Uh, And this is really tailored for those people that, you know, maybe want to get into real estate, want to get into wholesaling or maybe they tried it out uh, and, and, For some reason, something happened and they start at ground zero. So uh, we wanted to kind of give you a little blueprint and also talk about maybe um, our experience. Um, But we believe if you kind of really follow these steps, you should be able to close your your first deal. Um, As we always talk about, everything is consistency Mm -hmm. um, with anything that you take. Um, But with this sort of blueprint, honestly, all you really need is a phone. A car, gas, money. I mean most <laughs> of us have that, right? At least right, or right. if you have a buddy who has a car, borrow it for a little bit, or um, you know, it's, so it doesn't really require too much thinking. Like mm-hmm. it's just just go out there. Um, so we'll kind of break down each step in terms of like, um, and I think there's in total maybe um six or seven steps. Mm-hmm um, Mm -hmm. that we broke down, but we may add some, some details in in between them. Um, so the first one really, and I think anybody, any influencer or, um, person who's been in real estate will mention driving for dollars is the most cost-effective way uh, to close your, your first deals. Um, what, what is driving for dollars, Tim?
1: So, driving for dollars is basically looking for properties that are distressed properties or properties that you may think um, are, un, you know, not taken care of and, you know, usually their, their lawn is not cut, there's, you know, the windows are boarded or something of that nature to where it makes you say, huh, that." that looks like a possibility to where I can maybe call that person and see if they want to sell that house. Right. So um, you're just looking for opportunities while you're driving. And that could be just driving your normal commute. Right. Right. Maybe take a different way sometimes because you're, you know, we're creatures of habit. So we go the same way, kind of the same uh, way to work or the grocery store whatever it is, but sometimes take a different route and you'll discover like, maybe there's uh possibilities. That's why they say drive for dollars, right? You right. never know when that next deal is gonna come in with that. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm gonna backtrack cause I should have mentioned it too. So we say little to no money, but I mean, to keep it real, mm-hmm. there has to be some upfront costs really uh, when absolutely. it comes to it, right? Um, so just setting the expectations is like, you could do it with no money where it's like a phone car and gas, but, um, you know, I think it's important in like investing in yourself. So if you do have something, um, I do think like the blueprint, maybe the most would be a hundred bucks, maybe 150. Um, so facts, what, uh, Tim said with the driving for dollars is like, Hey, like a lot of us commute, um, or maybe, you know, you work, uh, with Uber Lyft and you're driving around, um, a really great free tool that you could use, Google Maps, does mm-hmm. it where you can pin um, specific properties. It, it is a little bit hard. It's not really meant for that. But if it's a thing where you're driving and you see a, a beat up house or a house that's has been ignored, you can just save the pin and then always go back and you can actually bookmark the um, your drives. Um, so that was one thing but if you do if you do have the extra funds deal machine is such a great tool mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. because they have an actual app that's meant specifically for this purpose so um while you're driving you can turn on the app and you all you do is just tap like yes i want to add this house um so it's a really great way when you're doing it they also if you're virtual um you, they also have an extension connected through Google Maps where you can do it that way too. so still really really affordable 50 bucks a month I think it is uh, but if you're balling on the budget Google Maps is, is the best way but you know this will really start get you thinking because a lot of people when they see a beat up house they're mm-hmm. like um, they're like ill you know that's gross but you know for us it's like oh we get really <laughs> excited um, So always something to keep in mind if it looks like it's uh, the house is ignored roof looks messed up. Um, then that's most likely something that you should reach out um, to the owner. But let's say you have the address and you're like, mm-hmm. shoot, how do I get in touch with the owner? Um, what, what are some good tools to skip trace on a budget? Would you say, Tim?
1: So if you don't have the funds to actually um, skip trace, because it does cost money to skip trace, there's a website um, that you can go to that is uh, free. And you can put in their address, and then search for that, and they'll come up with the owner's name and then associated phone numbers for that particular owner. Mm-hmm. And the website's called TruePeopleSearch.com, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll put it in the comments as well for people that are viewing, and then we'll put it in the show notes as well. But uh, just a, it's a quick little website that you can go and skip trace really quickly. Um, you know, if you do have a few um, extra dollars that you can spend, or a hundred dollars that you can spend on skip tracing, then you can go to batch skip trace as mm-hmm. well, and uh, skip trace it there. Um, we also, in our earlier in my career, I went the Fiverr route. I looked at oh, yeah. looked for people on Fiverr that could skip trace it for me. Um, I used that service once, um, so it's it's definitely different ways to work around your budget. Um, But if you have like zero to none, then true people search is probably your best bet.
0: Awesome. Yeah, that's uh, even, I use it even sometimes now um, if I want like a quick search or if my record's been exhausted, meaning it's been skip traced several times. Like I still Mm -hmm. use true people search. It's such a great tool. I think um, this may crew fees, but like white page, uh, what is it? not like yellow pages, but like white oh, pages yes. or white something pages, yeah. is mm-hmm. also a good one. It does. I think there is a cost to it, maybe 20 bucks or actually um, I think that's if we do a deep research, I, I want to say it's like six bucks a month. So mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. there it's a little, they do offer a little bit more options, but I think it's honestly the same, um, same kind of, um, it looks, it works the same way as true mm-hmm. people search. Um, yeah. Now batch skip tracing is really great because if you do sign up, you could also, you um, just single skip trace, which is like mm-hmm. 10 cents. So if you're right. again, balling the budget, like, and you got say 10 records or 20 records through your driving for dollars, that's like what $5 or less than that. So uh, I'm sure, you know, instead of buying your cup of coffee, you can just skip trace, uh, you know, your driving for dollars lists. Um,
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So the next step, I think this is where people get caught up. Um, and I think, I totally understand too, um, is, are the contracts, the agreements. Um, and I think we we were talking about this last night, Tim, where, um, you know, sometimes going into, um, a course or a mentorship does help because they provide those options. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas, uh, if you're just doing it like on your own, there are tons of resources out there. So Mm -hmm. I know many, um, big time real estate, um, Influencers, um, I think Pace Morby, uh, mm-hmm. Kong, um, you know, they actually offer, I think you have to opt into their mailing list, but they do offer their contracts for free, their assignment yeah. and their purchase agreement. So to close a deal, you would need those two uh, documents. Um, yeah. So the purchase and sale agreement is usually a, a much simpler form, like one or two pages. that just says, Hey, you know, we're um, going into agreement between ourselves and um the the seller now Mm -hmm. a question i get a lot too is do i have to get an llc to get sign the agreement and the and the answer is no you don't um it is a little bit you know you you would have to put your name in there Mm -hmm. and and i think that's totally fine as long as you have the clauses but it's you know i always want to say a disclaimer right because it's always recommended to have an attorney look at it but how many people actually do that um Uh, so I, I I do think that, um, you know, there's so many options out there, but, you know, definitely be careful and read the, read the agreement thoroughly. There should at least be the specific clauses to opt out, meaning there's a closing date. Um, and then if um, that it's assignable and mm-hmm. that um, worst case scenario, if, if in that you have a, a way out of the contract, meaning like this is um, the, the, I think the clause is something like it's all up to the uh, due diligence or the inspection period, and mm-hmm. if we cancel basically before we uh, the closing date that's set, then you mm-hmm. have a way out. Um, so as long as those agreements state that, that's totally fine. Um, anything you wanted to add to that? Because I think I think that's like the biggest thing. Anytime we we come across mm-hmm. contracts, we're like, oh man, what's I don't know what to do. I'm too scared. What if I get exactly.
1: Into-? No, I think uh, you you're spot on because uh, if you join like different courses or different mentors, they they do have kind of a vetted uh, attorney contract that is looking at. But it's always, you know, always give it to your attorney to in your market. Right. That can do it because mine are specialized to California, even though I wholesale virtually in other states. Um, but it's geared toward California law, right? So, right. and just kind of protects you a little bit better and um, kind of, you know, just gets you in the right position to um, be uh, in favor of you, right? Um, the right. investor. So um, uh, another one is uh, Flip with Rick. Uh, he, I, I think yeah. he has a free one as well too. You can download. Um, I think in the future, we, uh, you know, um, as we add to more resources on the podcast, I think that's one of the things we'll probably add in the future is the simple contract that you could use yeah, and download definitely. as well too. But, um, but right now there's so many out there that you can, but we always advise you to, you know, uh, pass it to an attorney friend or your attorney to, have a, a glance at it and look it over to make sure you're protected. That's all.
0: Yes. Yes, definitely. Very, very, very true. Um, one one last thing to relate to the contracts that people usually freak out on is the EMD or mm. like, I remember the first time I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what the EMD, what's the EMD It's an earnest money deposit. Um, usually something that you could, you su- um, submit with the um, title company or your uh, real estate attorney, when you get something under contract and it's just something that solidifies the contract, um, basically a little small deposit. Um, I know people who put in a dollar in there. Um, yeah. a lot of times yeah. sellers do not, you know, especially those who are not analytical or, um, you know, don't look, kind of look in, into things like that. They just sign it like that. And so a dollar is nothing. So if, if that's something you're concerned about, I mean, just enter an amount that you feel comfortable, losing like worst case scenario, like even sometimes like 50 bucks. But another great tip that I've learned is like, I don't even pay for that anymore. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it comes from the buyer side. So if I put in like a thousand bucks or obviously in California, it's, they typically expect higher deposits, but, um, you know, sometimes put 300, 500 bucks, um, where, you know, and if sellers specifically ask, I want a specific amount, um, you know there that's just another objection you have to kind of get through um, but don't be um you know s- scared or intimidated by the EMD it's mm-hmm. just kind of a, a way of formality
1: yeah a hundred percent because on I think my first deal I only had ten dollars on there because it was yeah the the amount that was on the contract I didn't even think about changing it at the time I was just so excited to do my first deal and
0: right. and
1: get it under contract and the seller didn't even catch it, you know, and most sellers that you deal with that are older and um, they may not uh, catch that EMD, but Mm -hmm. a lot of the maybe savvier people that have sold houses before understand that concept of earnest money deposit. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just negotiating what that looks like. Like you said, we, in our business right now, we don't have, uh, we don't put anything down because we have a relationship with the title or escrow company that allows us to wait for the buyer to put in the e- EMD for that. So right, that's another right. um, a, a gem that you guys could utilize as well, just to have that great relationship with your title company or uh, closing attorney or escrow company.
0: Love it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so definitely check those places out. We'll put everything in the show notes afterwards, uh the mm-hmm. tips. Uh, but the next step is like, okay, I have somebody who's interested. I have the purchase agreement, I have the assignment agreement in case, you know, um, you know, to sign it. Like, how do I send it to get it signed? Um now be especially due to COVID, um, electronic signature is a way to go. So you don't need to um send or actually go out in person. Nobody really does that anymore, um, especially due to COVID and people not feeling comfortable um, meeting face to face. Or I think they used to call it belly to belly or whatever. <laughs> um, just uh, I thought it was like silly. Um, but there's so you know DocuSign is your standard, uh, and I think they do have a 30 day free trial. Um, but if you're really balling on the budget, Panda Doc mm-hmm. or HelloSign are free. Uh, I think HelloSign. Um, takes like, I think allows you to send five documents and Panda doc. I think they just have a free plan. So uh, when I first started out, like those are the ones I use until I closed my first deal. And I just got like DocuSign because it's more streamlined and you can integrate it into places. Um, but I think you can as well for PandaDoc um, and other ones, it's just a preference. Um, but those are really great tools where you just upload the agreement fill in all the information and then send it to the seller's email. Um, and, and that's it. So that's always a great way to get these, con- uh, send these contracts out and it makes you look professional too. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the way you kind of tailor it, it is just kind of setting the right expectations with the seller of like, Hey, this is how we, this is our process. Um, you know, we don't uh, you know, because we run, we do so many deals or, you know, however you want to say it um, you know, we usually send things out through electronic signature. Um, A lot of times, sometimes if you're dealing with older people, yes, you do have to go out in person, but if it's virtual, if, if there's somebody you don't know that's in the area, you can always send a mobile notary, uh, which would cost some money.
1: Um, Mm -hmm.
0: It it does vary on, on the notary um, person, but you know, maybe I don't know how much you've spent before. I've spent like 50 bucks Mm -hmm. um, depending on like the region in in the market. Um, But either way, it's super convenient. They're usually really nice. I just pick a local um, spot and then they go in, sign it and then send everything over to you and then Mm -hmm. you can use that.
1: And it's really simple. It's uh, very professional as well. They think you have a team under you. And, you know, so it just gives you a little bit more credibility as a business um, doing these type of deals with uh, that kind of support. Yeah. Uh, Another good tip is, is that if you want to do like DocuSign and take advantage of like 30 days, you know, free trial or I think 15 days or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, you can um, wait to get the contract signed. Right. Wait till you got a deal. Don't sign up for DocuSign before you have a deal. Yeah. And then, you know, let that time elapse to where you have to pay. Just make sure you got everything locked up and ready to go before you, um, you know, uh, send those kind of documents out so yeah. just make sure or just that... use a
0: fake email until you yeah <laughs> <close
1: the deal. laughs> oh i know yeah i think that everyone david knows the D- david did that hack a lot so he would yeah. use different emails so
0: yeah don't funny. use your real email until you have closed your first deal and then you can <laughs> use a trial Docusign, right, right. don't come after us i know right um, everyone does it though that's, mm-hmm. that's the funny part about it um Perfect. Yeah. So I love those tips. I mean, ending with the electronic signature, let's just say you've sent it, the seller actually, you know, you know, those notifications you'll see like, Oh, um, so-and-so has seen the, or, uh, assign, or, you know, document viewed. And then you mm-hmm. see that it's been signed. Uh, and then it just becomes really real. Cause you're like, okay, what do I do next? And so this is where, you know, having a course is really helpful. Because for for me and, and you know Tim and I we were just talking about this last night um, how after we cl- we got our deals under contract it was just kind of like awesome like for like <laughs> what like a couple of minutes yes I got my first deal then you realize oh shit what do I do next and then right. for us you know we joining Chris Jefferson's course we were able to like go in where he goes over a dispo process and, and right. he's like okay um, you have it under contract. You know, find your buyers, market to your buyers, hit up the title company. You know, it was literally for me. I needed like every step of the way. Um, But dispo, I mean, just so you guys know, like the acquisitions end is like actually getting the lead, getting the contract, and then disposition is is a whole other like sector really of of the business Mm -hmm. Um, because you're dealing with title companies or real estate attorneys, the buyers. Um, It's a whole other process um, that Mm -hmm. you have to learn. So um, we recommend, you know, if you do have something under contract is actually reaching out to an experienced or vetted wholesaler. And I say vetted because, Mm -hmm. you know, there's those sketch wholesalers who will daisy chain, meaning Mm -hmm. um, they'll reach out to this one other person um so you really want to make sure that this person um is established in your market um and reach out to them like who's going to say no to a deal so if like you know i got something under contract i'm new i'm going to reach out to tim and be like hey tim like i got something mm-hmm. what do you think am i right on the numbers uh and if tim you're like yeah yeah i have a list of buyers i'll let let's um let's go from there um the only thing as well when you're jbing is there is a jb agreement as well Mm -hmm. so not to kind Mm -hmm. of complicate things um but that's also another form of or agreement that is also provided in tons of um i think pace morby has it flip with rick does and it's just an agreement between you and the other person saying like hey we're gonna split this deal 50 50 or however much sometimes depending on the experienced wholesaler they may take a little bit more because they're doing more but usually it should be like 50 50 especially if you brought the deal um, mm-hmm. you know, f- from, uh, from the seller. Um, but I-, I honestly think that's the best way. And I probably would have done that instead of figuring it out. But for me, I needed to learn the process. Um, yeah. But what, what do you, what do you say uh, to that?
1: No, I think it's the, one of the easiest ways to kind of get and then learn like the closing process. Um, because if someone has gone through it before, and understands that and then has the buyer ready in that particular market. I think it's just a kind of easy layup in a, you know, it's an assist yeah. that you, you need uh, sometimes. Right. Um, and like you, I didn't utilize that. I'm a type of person that was like, well, let me try to get this first. If mm-hmm. I don't, then I will JV with somebody because I knew always that was there because we had the group. But, um, I just wanted to kind of do the whole process on my own and, and, um, you know, kind of take it from there.
0: right. Yeah, exactly. Um, don't be afraid to ask for, for help, but again, it's, if you're not part of a course or a group, you really need to be cautious in like who you bring on. So like it, like I said, make sure somebody's like vetted, um, and has done several deals um, in the area. Mm -hmm. so um if you don't do that route and you decide to like kind of go through it on your on your own it's definitely achievable it's just you're gonna have to really pick things up as quickly so really hope this helps out um so usually the next step is like okay where's a title company Mm -hmm. Uh, how do i get buyers so if you're again if you're balling on a a budget facebook is is gonna be your best bet so facebook groups um, so many people have content that that mention it. Just go onto Facebook groups, type in your market. So if it's like we're in LA, Los Angeles real estate, there's mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna see so many results of that. So you're you're gonna want to join as many groups as possible, where because a lot of times there's gonna be buyers in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a hack that I learned, like once you join a Facebook uh, real estate group is you just go in that group, you, you hit the search bar and then just enter at gmail.com and all you're going to see is you're going to get the pulled up list of um, anybody who put in their email. Because what happens is people will actually create a post and be like, hey, I'm a new wholesaler or um, hey, I'm looking for deals or um, hey, um, you know, I'm in this market. Uh, where, where are my buyers at? And mm-hmm. usually a lot of times. And again, you have to, be cautious because sometimes it's wholesalers pretending to be buyers. So they'll just put in their email. Um, But I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm on several people's buyers list, which is pretty funny. Um, Somehow I I put in my email. Um, But this is a, a really great way to just find buyers Um, and then once you find buyers, uh, you know, you have, there is a specific vetting process to ensure that it's, everything's okay, but you can do this all within Facebook. Um, that's the, that's the beauty of it. And the same tip for title companies is Mm -hmm. finding just type in title companies in that Facebook group. And most likely than not, somebody has already asked the same question where it's like, hey, uh, what's the best title company that's wholesaler-friendly, investor-friendly? And a lot of people will actually post that out. Um, But there's other ways, too, that get um, title companies and and buyers. Um, Is there any other kind of methods you've used, Tim?
1: Yeah, uh, all those are really good. I think uh, LinkedIn is underutilized as well, too, for title companies. You can look at title companies that Um, are maybe investor friendly, of course, do your due diligence, you know, interview them, make sure that um, they are investor friendly. And then also uh, with your buyers, you know, just don't uh, get excited. And then this buyer says, I'm interested, you know, interview them and make sure that they're actual buyer. They're not another wholesaler that wants, you know, is looking for a buyer for you. So, It's, you know, you just want to, and that's, you know, going down the daisy chain route, but just make sure you interview your, your buyers and make sure it's a good fit and, um, get proof of funds. That's the easiest way to find out if that's a buyer or not is to get proof of funds. So yeah, proof of funds is
0: good. Um, And yeah, and proof of funds and also saying the EMD, Mm because you want buy-in from the buyer too. So you need a deposit from theirs. And so if you have an assignment agreement, usually that lays it out and that um, deposit from the buyer can be applied to the purchase agreement like we talked about earlier. Um, But a good way to like get people is like, I'll just say it's a $10,000 EMD. Now, if you're in a much smaller market, maybe the deal is, you know, you got locked up for 5,000. You can't Mm say um, (laughs) $10,000, you know, maybe $2,000, but usually a higher amount, um, people will be like, oh no, I'm not not even going to bother. And so Mm -hmm. that's a good way to vet out um, daisy chainers, but proof of funds or another people have mentioned is like HUD statements or like, Mm -hmm. hey, what are some deals that you've, closed could you provide that um and if they complain you can be like i'm um, you know this is just our company policy this is part of our process to vet you know once we really like get to know you you know that won't be necessary but this is how you build your your buyers list um when you're you know just connecting with with people um but of course if you do have some money PropStream is a really great tool that is 100%. 97 dollars a month yeah. uh, we're just giving you the stuff on the low, low. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, PropStream has, you can pull lists, you can access to buyers. Um, so they have filters where you can see where your cash buyers have been. You can see the company name, you can look them up. Um, you can't skip trace an LLC, but you kind of have to do a little bit more investigating, but usually it's not very difficult, but LinkedIn for sure is super underrated. Um, but okay, let's just say we found a buyer,
1: mm-hmm. found a
0: title company, um, all this is happening, and at the same time, you have to get pictures of the property to vet to to like send to your buyer. So I'm kind of like reversing this here, but um, sure. you know, a lot of times this can be confusing. Of like, well, how do I go in there? How do I see the property? Um, there are different some different options. Um, some do cost some money. Some you know is maybe gas. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you are virtual, definitely connect with somebody who's in that market. Maybe reach out. Uh, maybe it's a person you're JBing with where it's like, hey, I'm in, um, I'm in your market. This is a deal. Could you check it out? And they can go and take a picture. Um, or you can go yourself. Uh, you, can, you can connect with a realtor. Maybe mm-hmm. the realtor can bring in the buyer. Um, you know, Realtors are really, I think not many people use them. Uh, I probably haven't used them as much as I should. Um, but you, you can go out. They can just go take pictures. Um, or you can ask the owner to take pictures. Sometimes that's, that works as well. Depends on, on the age. Sometimes, you know, maybe (laughs) they still have a flip camera or like, (laughs) you know, the, the pictures aren't that great. Um, or if you really, none of those options work, uh, BP photo flow, uh, it does cost some money. Um, but it's a really great tool, uh, where you can actually put in an order for somebody to go out there to take pictures of the property. Um, so, again, there's there's a variety of options you can't to, to close to close that deal.
1: 100%. Um, I, I think, you know, if you're really – if you're virtual and you don't have the money, you can't drive there, um, you know, the, your best bet is asking the owner and just explain to the owner that, hey – uh, we're really busy right now. Um, we can't get anyone out there in the next few days. Can you do me a big favor by taking some images? So just frame it in right. a way that you are doing multiple deals, so that um, they understand that you kind of uh, are busy, and right. and that you're they're doing you kind of a favor by doing that because you know you always kind of um, pass it on to your business partner um Mm -hmm. that you know uh he's not able or she's not able to get over there at a certain time or you know um the person that actually goes there to look at the property is not available at that time so
0: right yeah exactly so um that's really the the process there now there's Mm -hmm. a lot of small details here and there um but you know like i said we're kind of down to 30 minutes, and we can if you guys have additional questions, we'd be more than happy to discuss that, um, maybe do a topic on, on, on that specifically. But this is honestly sure. like the blueprint. If you're really balling on the budget and you want to close your first deal, if you follow this and are consistent with it, mm-hmm. and you actually like call you know the sellers that you found on your driving for dollars list, somebody's going to pick up. And it's possible that the people on your list are just not interested right now. So it's, yeah. just, it's also setting a, a, a process down. Um, you don't need any fancy tools, really, um, until you close your first deal. Then you can invest in those tools. Um, but I do see there is a question here from our previous um, talking about true people search. Is mm-hmm. it best for single skip? If you're, if you're, you need to skip something real quick. Um, yeah. You can put in, um, say you, you get a number, you can put in a number to see where the number came from or the address. And I mm-hmm. think there's like another, um, I think it's address. Oh, it's the name. So if you yeah. also have the full name, um, but sometimes that's difficult if you have a very common name. Mm-hmm. So entering the address is your best bet, but sometimes, um, you know, you, you have to do a little bit of um, extra extra work. Um, so if yeah. you do have a couple cents, maybe you just need to skip trace one record. Batch mm-hmm. skip is, is is super convenient. Um, but I like I said, I still use tree People Search sometimes yeah, um, to too. gather some information.
1: Yeah, 100% because it's it's easy. And if you're at the location, you just pull it up on your phone and then do it right there. And then you can call right. if you wanted to.
0: Yeah, exactly. So guys, in 30 minutes, we just... Laid out oh. how you can get your first deal with little to no, to no money. I think the list we gave you guys, honestly, for the most part, the most you'd have to spend is is getting the pictures
1: mm-hmm. if
0: you're virtual. But everything else, you can honestly get it for free, right. um, or maybe the most if you did invest in some tools, maybe one fifty. Mm-hmm. If you have one hundred fifty dollars around or extra income there, that should be enough to get your first deal. I'm not saying it's going to be easy it's a little bit tougher because you don't have like, you know, um, yep. certain things in place. Um, so we do recommend like reaching out to people, um, networking with other investors. Um, I think bigger pockets was one we didn't, we didn't mention, but that's also mm, a that's great a tool yep. um, to network with other investors, buyers, even um but we really hope you guys got a lot out of this um, and we can like pack a lot more in, in a short amount of time. But sure. Tim, anything you want to leave the uh, audience with before we uh, head out?
1: No, I just wanted to say these are the tips that can, you can utilize and start today. I mean, you don't have yeah. to wait. Um, you can actually jump in a car, go out there and look at properties yourself. We gave you the website to go to to actually find the phone number for that property. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just start calling, be intentional. And that's, you know, we're doing that with this podcast to make it short and sweet. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that you can go out there and do the same and see if you can actually lock up your first deal. And that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So guys, feel free to reach out, like this video, subscribe to our podcasts. Uh, we're really going to start, uh, notching it up in terms of our content game as well um so that's why it makes a little bit easier with that but we're going to promise you that we'll we'll have some guests uh this summer uh we're either going to meet up or whatever the case may be so in any way we can add value but we appreciate everybody that tuned in and posted their you know showed love and posted their questions we really really appreciate it um but we'll be back next week Eight AM Pacific, eleven AM Eastern. Uh, but don't forget to tap in with us on Instagram, TikTok. Hit our link in, in the um, in the bio, and um, happy to help you guys. So hope you guys have a great day, and uh, we'll tap you guys next week.
1: All right, see y'all.
0: All right, later. Bye.